2: and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail.
0: Welcome. I am Adrienne, and you're listening to My Wild Magic with Adrienne. So uh, today what we're going to be talking about is the energy for your soul blueprint. Your soul blueprint is like... um, it's uh, kind of like your your life path in a sense. And your life path is downloaded in your DNA. so it's already kind of a code that's there and that coding has what's in it is like uh, information that streams through all of your different lifetimes, your soul wisdom. It's got a lot of en- energy. That is supporting you and moving forward and helping you to kind of figure out what you want your life to look like and so you get to figure things out and ask questions along the way, learn from experiences evolve, and you know each lifetime what we're really doing is we're opening up more into our Dharma which is our life service, and the karma is where we're coming from it's not always that we have like a bad karma necessarily. It's just a karma that we're learning from think of it as just something that we're learning from. Right. So for me, one of my karmic life experiences was when I was around 15 years old and I was actually driving a car at that time and, um, had uh, picked up a friend from school and we were driving to the grocery store to do a little errand for my mom. Um, and, uh, it was raining that day and I just, I lost control of the car, you know, and not having enough experience know when you start hydroplaning to turn into the the wheel versus away from it. So we kind of spun around a little bit and, you know, everything went in slow motion. And I thought, oh, you know, this is going to be okay. We're just probably going to hit this bank. So we're driving and the rain and somebody was a little bit in my lane. And so when I went to adjust, we start hydroplaning, but we didn't actually just hit the bank. We hit a telephone pole. Um, and you know, it was probably going about 35, 40 miles an hour. And in that experience, uh, I had a near death experience, you know, so I went out of my body and, began to, um, go into uh, that altered state of a near death experience where you go out of your body. For me, I just did see this light, but one of the things I noticed before getting to the light was all these like golden angels around me. Um, and I could tell that I was like, you know, out and kind of being pulled towards it. But I had a person in the car that I loved very, very much and, um, had wanted to get back to, um, make sure she was okay. And when I just willed myself to come back in before going all the way into the light, um, and I don't really know exactly how long I was out for, but long enough to notice all that. And I think a download happened. So when I came back into my body, it was sort of like being superhuman like there really wasn't a scratch on me. Everything was okay. I did hit my head, but it wasn't a very obvious thing in terms of blood or anything like that. So I get out of the car, which was crushed, honestly. So how I got out of that window, I'm not hundred percent sure. And my friend actually did die. The telephone pole, she was in the back seat and it hit her head um, differently than it did mine. And so she did pass away from that accident, which was super unfortunate. And it took me a lot of years to kind of work through that. Um, But what I noticed was that was one of the, that is like the example of a karma in your life, something that is going to put you on a different life path. Right. And so from that experience, um, it changed my life radically. When I came back into my body, people said that I was just a little bit different. And so from there, what happened was it connected me to what I now know to call my own tribe of light and my great central sun angels. And that's my tribe of light is the great central sun angels. So, you know, I was 15 then. And, um, I, uh, Finished up high school, you know, pretty quickly, actually with a GED because I failed everything, quit and just went on my way. Um, Couldn't really keep a job very well, but I went and got initiated into Reiki Um, after I was working at a health food store right around the age of 20-ish and went to massage school because I could tell that I had this healing energy in me. Like all I wanted to do from that car accident was help to heal people. Like it was like this thing that kind of was driving inside of me. So you know, I started massage school and I realized when I was putting my hands on people, all this information started showing up on them, past lives, their future self, beings of light, angels, star beings, uh, what was going on in their soul? What was happening? Multiple layers of stuff. So we're, um, you know, as I'm finishing up massage school, I realized massage isn't probably really my path. I went straight into doing readings with people, got a job at a, uh, Health center, one of the largest health centers in Atlanta, and started doing readings with people, angel readings, uh using crystals and um uh flower essences, all kinds of stuff. And it began evolving itself. And so, you know, I've been doing this for about 30 years, and I just love what I do. I haven't really done anything else. I just love what I do with people, helping them. And it's just evolved over the years. But in all the sessions that I've done, thousands of sessions, what I started noticing was that um, the session started having a formula to them. They would show me the person's tribe of light, which is a group of beings that backs you up. And if you were not in human form, these beings are the ones that when you're sleeping at night, you're meditating, you're asking for help. Uh, these beings are the ones that usually show up to support you. And there are cosmic avatars. That's one dimension, the galactic councils. That's another one. Planetary light beings, star tribes, the angelic host, ascended masters, and the nature kingdom. So what I started noticing is people had these families that they come from, these families of light that they come from, that they are not um, really... You know, like their human families, their biological family, and your biological family is where you're going to learn a lot of karmic energy from. That's where you're going to learn a lot about what you're here to learn this lifetime, and transform it into your dharma, your life purpose. So, but the tribe of light, the council of light, those beings are coming in to really help you to back you up in your soul blueprint. They know you, they love you. They've been of service with you through many different lifetimes and they're, they're a constant in your life. And so some people are more aware of them than others. They're not all just angels. Like I said, there can be star beings, planetary beings, and each group kind of has their own language of light and their own way of interacting. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about that, you can go to my website, mywildmagic.com. Again, that's mywildmagic.com. And I have a free quiz on there. And by answering some of the questions, because each tribe of light has their own uh, way of being their own kind of wisdom to them. And when you answer the questions, oftentimes you'll, uh, you'll sort of notice that there's a signature resonance to your energy that matches that energy. So You can go there. I have a free quiz, check it out. But the other thing I noticed in the formula was what type of intuition the person has, how are they perceiving the world through their intuition, their tribe of light, their sacred archetype, which is your digital image of your higher self. Uh, They also work with, um, this formula brings in the energy of the power flames, which of the chakras are you most developed in, because over your lifetimes, you've developed one chakra, maybe more than another, or three or four chakras, and each chakra has a ray of creation, a way that you're manifesting from. Then there's the karmic life issue, which oftentimes goes to your childhood or past lives, and then when you put all this together, it creates your dharma. It's really where you would be best suited in life. It gears up towards your life path. It's using all the wisdom of your past lives, all that you've learned, all the things that you've done in so many different directions, and it just lines you up. And the more you know this information, it's like to know thyself really takes you a long way. So what we're going to do today on the call is I'm actually going to take somebody through their soul blueprint, so you kind of get an idea about how this works. At the same time as I'm going through it, though, I'm going to go ahead and ask that each listener, whether you're listening at the time now or later, that you're being also uh, that your soul blueprint is being ignited. So we're going to open up this energy now. And we do have a caller on the line, uh, Judith from Texas. So we're going to bring her on. Hi, Judith. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi. It's good to uh, get to connect with you. So we're going to be going through um, some aspects of your soul blueprint today and working with your 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 life path. So thank you for calling in. And checking this out and the one of the reasons that I really like working with the tribe of light so much and particularly source energy is because it uh we are energy before we are matter and so when you start getting in touch with your tribe of light and that direct vertical alignment to source energy that pure love and light that's really what kind of ignites our energy and causes like an awakening within us so is there anything in particular that you are um you know, well, let's just tune into your tribe of light first, actually, we're going to start there to Mm -hmm. see what's backing you up. Because once you know what's backing you up, it gives you a real big advantage to life in general. And you start to realize that you're not really alone in life. So Judith, in your energy field, um, the beings that are most backing you up out of the cosmic avatars, galactic councils, planetary light beings, star tribes, angels, ascended masters, or the uh, nature kingdom the one that's strongest in you because sometimes you can have more than one that you've connected with over time is actually your primary tribe of light is your star beans. so the star beans, by their very nature as kind of a group being are very they can be very childlike they can have a great sense of humor genius oriented quite brilliant very creative they have all this creative energy futuristic energy Um, In the mental body, but they're very connected to their hearts and their emotions and can be very emotionally sensitive and empathic as well. So in your energy field, um, you're working with these star beings and um, it feels like there's many different types of star beings. There can, you know, that are out there as well. And your type of star being that you're working with some of the signature tone of it feels like it's actually higher wisdom, it feels like you do really well working from your higher self. And that kind of answers one of our second questions, which is, um, what kind of intuition do you have? right? So one of your mm. higher aspects of intuition is from your higher self. It feels like you work a lot through your clairvoyance, that you're very clear visual, clairvoyant, being a visionary, holding visions for people. Um, but again, the type of star beans is that no matter what you do with people, um, which we're going to talk about in just a minute, um, is that you're actually bringing in higher wisdom for them to learn from, to be able to, um, make better decisions in their life. So you carry that seventh chakra energy. You're bringing forth higher wisdom. Your intuition is more your third eye, your clear visual, you hold visions for people. And then these star beings is what back you up. So um, for anybody who's listening right now, we're going to go ahead and do this. And Judith, we're doing this now as well. We're going to go to whoever's listening now or later, calling into your tribe or council or family, whichever word you want to use your tribe of light, Mm -hmm. your council or family of light to come in and around you. And I want you just to Mm -hmm. notice this feeling, this feeling of this energy. It might show up as a feeling, a color, a light, a symbol. Sometimes it can be a fragrance or a sound frequency. Everything in the universe has a, a, like a signature resonance to it. And it shows up as light, color, sound, fragrance, you know, um, assemble, that kind of thing. So Judith, in your energy field, as we call these star beings in and around you, how do you sense them? Sometimes it might be a warmth in your body or a feeling of peace or a particular color or light. So what do you notice when we call into your family of light around you?
2: Usually for me, it's like a sensation. So right now I'm feeling like maybe... Oh, just like like it feels like somewhere in my throat or in my like my solar plexus area. Like I feel mm-hmm. um, I'm just listening, and oftentimes I just kind of feel like the the air around me sort of feels different.
0: That's a yeah, that's a really good analogy, actually. Yeah. So, um, so when I'm noticing your star beans coming in, they to me come in like kind of a soft light. Um, it it kind of shimmers between almost like a soft silverish white energy, almost to a soft pink energy, and it can even a little bit of a gold frequency. So it feels like when I'm looking at the color, it's mostly like a white light, but it has some other frequencies like a gold, silver, silver. Um, Rose, sometimes a little bit of blue, and this is just their energy coming in. So any listener right now, if we call into your tribal council or family of light, notice what you feel right now, because they come in the minute we call them, they want to work with you. They actually evolve by getting to be of service with you. Um, so there's nothing too big or too small. You can't ask them for from help me find a parking place to help me with my life purpose, to help me with my health finances, a place I want to live, my pets, my children, whatever it could be. So is there something specific Judas right now in your life that you would like their assistance with? We want to kind of engage them a little bit. So think about something that comes to you when you breathe into your heart more on a soul level that you would like their assistance with.
2: Uh, so the feeling I have is like the the next edition, like there's been a lot of changes in my life. So, uh, and I know that they're about completions and um, I'm just really excited about the next stuff mm-hmm. and uh, that's around my work, but also my living. Um, and I just, it hasn't been really clear. So for me, it's just been like, I'm, I'm waiting patiently for, you know, and I know it's part of completing some of the other stuff, but it just feels like, There's so much, um, like, it just feels like there's so many possibilities that are open right now.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, so I can, I can definitely sense that you got a lot of change going on for sure, um, but it feels like like the key word when I'm listening to your specific tribe of light, helping you right now in terms of your life path, your soul blueprint, it feels like it's that sense of streamlining your life like it feels like um, it just feels almost like your life is kind of chopped up right now into different time frames or sections or things that are up in the air for you right now like it's just a little bit choppy. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's the key word that's showing up on a soul level or that they want to support you with when you ask for assistance, it's like to please help streamline the energy for me, streamline, you know, Mm. the right living situation, the right work situation. So let's just go ahead and make that request. And again, you, uh, the listeners on the line today might be um, hearing a message coming from your own uh, Council of Light right now, but... Um, You can, if you want, just ask them to start streamlining your life, smooth sales, streamlining any life choices you've got going on right now and raising the vibration of it because the planet has shifted majorly in terms of an Ascension timeline Mm -hmm. right now. So we're moving from an old world paradigm to a new world paradigm. So I'm noticing for a lot of clients that I work with right now that there's major shifts going on. And it sounds, Judith, like you're going through a major shift yourself. And the shift, even though it might feel a little bit choppy right now, it feels like what it's doing is it's upgrading your vibrational resonance. And so if you're moving more into that new world energy, it's learning your life lessons through joy. The old world energy is learning your life lesson through, uh, you know, karma, through action, reaction, uh, sometimes pain and suffering, right? So we're making this big shift Mm -hmm. where you have a choice now, all of us do, to learn our life lessons more through joy. And that would be pretty brilliant. That'd be awesome to do. So we're just going to open up to that for a moment. And we're going to go ahead and ask that our tribes, councils of light, our family of light coming in and just feeling this very familiar type energy coming in around you because you do know them. Little babies and animals oftentimes can see their tribe of light still. So just feeling this comforting presence coming in and around you taking a deep breath. You want to open your heart to that. We're going to ask them to help to streamline all of our life paths moving forward. Cause I'd imagine that we've all got stuff going on on some level
2: mm-hmm.
0: and to please upgrade our life path to be the highest vibrational resonance of what's serving our soul blueprint. So the highest vibrational resonance of our soul blueprint and to clear anything in the way of that. And we're going to connect to source energy, your tribe and council of light, drawing in that pure love and light through all of us on the Mm. call, either now or listening later, that pure love and light streaming forth as a living blessing to all of life. And we're also going to ask that your tribe of light and this source energy open up that you're receiving pure love and light coming back to you. So this energy of lover above energy, which is a favorite um, Mm -hmm. energy that I learned from Christy Marie Sheldon. She's another energy worker. And uh, anyway, and I want you to notice as we've been calling this in for one, just connecting to your tribe of light will cause you to feel better because it's going to, it's like this Mm -hmm. very comforting feeling, but it starts to raise your vibration. But the second thing, when you start asking them for help, whatever it is, they do start helping and moving the energy around us to be more in alignment for us. And so your thoughts might be better a higher frequency your emotions might start to feel better they're just a really great resource so how do you feel now as we've been asking them to come in like just notice take a pulse on how you feel right now
2: uh actually physically i feel like um, i'm getting warm <laughs> like it's, it's like taking a 12 you know and all of like your little blood vessels open up that's kind of how it feels it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. uh, but a lot calmer like i just uh everything feels smoother. If, to, if like, I don't know how to describe that, but it's like smoother in, in my, I don't know, in my energy, the way, the way it just feels is smoother.
0: Yeah, it will. Yeah. And it can be almost an immediate shift as well. Mm-hmm. So allowing that shift just to occur. And um, sometimes it's really just as much as asking. It's just the asking, what will it take to change this in my life? What will it take to have this happen? Uh, you know, I'm asking my, you know, tribal council of light to please help me. Um, please download the frequencies that I need in my body to help me make this decision or to have courage or to move forward or to have clarity of the right answer. Okay. So the asking is a really big thing. All right. So you got these beans coming in. Warmth is oftentimes something I will notice that people tend to feel it is like a warmth, the mm-hmm. peacefulness of comfort it just depends on your intuition and how you sense energy as to how you feel it. Um, so just noticing that it's a very palatable and very real energy. You have to imagine we're spirit before we are matter. So just because we're in physical form, doesn't mean that these beings that we work with, they're just as real. They're just in a slightly different dimension, um, of energy. But when you start shifting your, your consciousness and using your intuition, it's actually quite easy to communicate with them just like you would a best friend and you start calling them in meditate with them, ask them to help you heal. When you go to sleep at night, ask them to bless your day. When you wake up in the morning, the more you call them in, the better the energy is going to flow. Okay. So that's with the tribe of light, And that's really a big part of our soul blueprint is knowing that we're kind of not alone here and that we have this amazing support system. So Judith, the next thing showing up in your energy field is, uh, really working with your intuition that we are all born with intuition intact and we have clair cognizant, which is that higher knowing. We know something about knowing how we know it. Clairvoyance, which is in the third eye. It's where we have clear sight intuition. We have clear hearing that's clear audience. That's what I mostly have as I'm clair audience. There is the energy of the throat chakra where you have the energy of, um, You know being able to speak your higher truth and really direct energy there's the heart intuition where you're listening and feeling from your heart's wisdom which is a really big one also for you judith it's like you do listen a lot from your heart there's the intuition in the solar plexus area right at the diaphragm and that one is sort of like a clairsentient where you're listening to the emotional energy where you can be very emotionally sensitive and empathic And then going even a little bit deeper down into the sacrum, the belly button area, listening to your body wisdom and the body never lies. So, you know, when you feel uncomfortable with something or good about something, you want to either lean into it or lean away from it, depending on your body wisdom. And when we're dealing with other people, particularly if you're an empath, then I'd imagine most of the people who like listening to Transformation Talk Radio are empaths and intuitive to their own, um, you know, in their own way. And so if you are highly empathic and intuitive and you're picking up on other people's energy, then, you know, you really want to start trusting your body wisdom because people will tell you things that they really believe may be true for them or they may try to influence you. Sometimes it's manipulative. Sometimes they just don't know any better. Sometimes it's just Mm a control issue. So whatever it might be, but when you start listening to how you feel in your body and start registering that it's going to go a long way. Um, So these are the basic different types of intuition that are out there. And, uh, Judith, like I said, in your energy field, um, there is, uh, It feels like your third eye is something you've developed over many different lifetimes where you have the gift of clear sight, right? So when somebody has the gift of intuition, they can look at the future. They can look at the past, past lives. They can connect with people who've already crossed over. Um, They have all these different forms of intuition. Sometimes people are visionaries, or very creative. For you, you're a visionary that is working. It feels like primarily this lifetime, you have a real interest in working with people's souls so working on a soul level and the heart is your second sort of form of intuition that's very developed in you is that you work a lot with people on that soul level and you can feel what they feel even beyond their emotions you feel what they're feeling underneath so if you notice that to be true in your energy field that you um you know uh, have a sense of for one being highly creative and for two connecting uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have. I, I
2: mean, I didn't know about the heart intuition. That's really cool. Uh, and I wouldn't have said it was third eye because I always feel like it's like a clear cognizance. Like I just know. But I'm yeah. trying to be more attentive to my third eye. But mm-hmm. yes, I do. I, I can. I wouldn't have said soul like those, it's like, OK, now I can listen for more refined things. But I do. Mm-hmm. I I am able to like when I meet people, I kind of just know things about how to unfold their path. Like if they have a bunch of questions in their life, I'll just mm-hmm. know for them what's right for them. Even if they're saying they may have the same things as somebody next to them. Like they're always different for me. Like how to mm-hmm. unfold whatever they're working. And I do it around business, but whatever they're doing. Um, but mm-hmm. I can always, I just always tell it's like absolutely clear to me.
0: Got it. Yeah. But and again, we all have all forms of intuition, But like I said, your clear visual, your ability to see what's going on. And then it feels like you go to the heart and you feel what's going on in the person. And then you go to the clear cognizant and it's downloading the higher message, the higher wisdom that person needs. So we're going to go to a quick break. Uh, I am Adrian. You can check out more of what I do or get the free tribe of light quiz at mywildmagic.com and check out more of what I got to offer. And we'll be back in just a moment on Transformation Talk Radio. Even though your
1: home base is one Enneagram type, you have characteristics of all the types. Tune in to Enneagram Conversations with Renee Siegel, the second and fourth Monday of each month at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn how you can unlock your unlimited potential. Visit youRPurepotential.com for more about Renee and her work. That's the letter U, the letter R, PurePotential.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light Show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com.
3: Can you truly say that you know and love yourself? Courtney Cottrell is an author, speaker, and 21-year active duty Master Chief with the U.S. Navy. Here to encourage you to take back your power and live your life with intention and purpose. Tune in to Unapologetically Favored every fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Walk in your purpose. Visit unapologeticallyfavored.com to learn more about Courtney. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles share stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, miles to go Coaching.com.
1: Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martine. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit MartineEmmons.com and make your appointment today.
0: Welcome back everyone. I am Adrienne and you're listening to My Wild Magic with Adrienne and we have on the line with us today Judith from Texas. What we're doing is we're going over the soul blueprint and when people start to activate and ignite their soul blueprint what happens is their life becomes streamlined, synchronicity of miracles, lover above energy, everything just starts to fall into place for you and the further away we are from ourself, Uh, The more trouble life can be, you know, and sometimes that can show up as financial issues, health issues, etc. And the closer you get to yourself, things just start to work out in the right direction. And your soul blueprint is when really gets ignited when you're in connection to that source energy and really commanding that pure love and light all the way down through you, bringing you into alignment, and then uh, flowing down to the heart of the new earth energy, grounding your energy, because we're like a human battery. Then you bring that energy of the earth back up through the bottoms of your feet, knees, hips, fully grounding you into your heart, expanded around you like a great central sun, and then out around the earth itself as a living blessing to all of life. And then you open up for that lover above energy, synchronicity, miracles coming back your direction. And the soul blueprint is like this web of energy, uh, like points of light, like a matrix of energy that connects us all to one another. So the more you're igniting in an alignment to your soul blueprint, you're going to start having more connections, more dots of light of the right people, right solutions, right energy showing up for you. So light is just a lot more fun. And your soul blueprints happening um, all the time, anyway. The difference is you're living at different vibrations of it. So you can be living a version of your, your um soul blueprint kind of at a lower consciousness and kind of have some struggles with it, but you're still who you are. You're still here for a certain purpose, or you can be more conscious about it, really get that energy just lined up and kind of firing in the right direction. So again, we have Judith on the line and we've been covering her tribe of light, which is uh, for her Um, Working with these higher star beings and um, also these higher angels that she works with. It feels like she's also working with some of the Elohim angels coming in and around her. And when you get your tribe and council of light backing you up, they start supporting you in uh, just unimaginable ways. Like they're just super, super helpful and act as a blessing in your life. The second thing we're doing in the soul blueprint is looking at intuition. And with Judas, we were looking at her, that her third eye is gifted. She's also very aware of having the clear cognizant where she knows things without knowing how she knows it. And when that streamlines through her heart, her intuition and in her heart, her heart, knowing her heart wisdom, it's like they're all working together quite beautifully. And it's a matter of sometimes getting all of your intuitions lit up, turned on and rolling in the right direction. So Judah, thanks for joining me on the call today. Just want to check in, see how you're doing. Thanks. If you have any questions about anything so far?
2: No, I think you just did. I was going to ask how to know how to activate my soul blueprint. Like, does it just happen, or do I mean, is there a sign? Like, is it just ha- it's happening all the time? Like that was the question I had when when you started talking. So.
0: So yeah, okay. So the soul blueprint is downloaded into every human being on the planet, and it's downloaded through our DNA. And so it's literally like kind of this, this treasure map or this blueprint that's already inside of you. And it has, it. it's, it's a living blueprint and it builds lifetime to lifetime with your soul wisdom. So every time you heal something deeply, you have compassion for yourself. Uh, you go into forgiveness with yourself and others. You make a good decision for yourself, uh, self-love, that kind of thing. Um, that depth of holding compassion Uh, using your breath as a living instrument of healing. These are all things that can help to ignite the soul blueprint. And what I've noticed over time is there's these, uh, like these foundational pieces. If you know your tribe of light, they're going to help you as a resource. If you know what kind of intuition you have and you start trusting it, that's going to help you with your soul blueprint. If you know your power flames, which of the chakras that you are, primarily using and really leaning towards those and trusting them or the sacred archetype, listening to your higher self, who you are other than just like the inner child part of you, who are you from your higher self? So there's some things that I find kind of help to ignite the energy, but it is really like connecting to that source energy, staying super connected to it. And it does um, align itself because that's what we're built for. Mm. So the next thing in your energy field, Jesus, that we want to look at, is um we're gonna go straight into your chakras. So the chakra is based on the Eastern Indian system. The base chakra at the perineum, the base of the body is red, the second chakra at the navel is orange, the third chakra in the solar plexus is yellow, the fourth chakra in the heart is green, the blue chakra in the throat chakra. Um is there the sixth chakra right there at the brow area? Is like uh, an indigo color, and then at the top of the head, the crown, it's a uh, violet color. So that is a um, that is a true chakra system that has been around for you know centuries. That governs the organs and in the endocrine system, and uh, totally works that way with those colors. But there is a second system that comes into the chakras, the secondary system is the flames of creation and they flow in a different way and they have a different color stream and they're all about manifesting and so your chakras essentially have a quality essence to them and that quality essence in human form is how we're manifesting so Mm -hmm. the crown chakra is a sunshine yellow dealing with divine wisdom the sixth chakra is the crystal white flame of purity purification the throat chakra is the same it's actually blue a sapphire blue dealing with divine power the heart is dealing with um, the pink flame of divine love the solar plexus is dealing with the ruby flame of divine peace the navel chakra is the um, green flame of divine healing and then the first chakra is the violet transmitting flame for transmutation now the reason i went through all those chakras i know it's a lot of information to take in but the reason i went through them is because as we go through this i want everybody else to be able to kind of connect into what might be their power flame as we open it up so an easy way to do this is if you were just to close your eyes or just relax and what you can do is kind of scan through your chakras and what you're looking for is which chakra lights up. So what is my primary chakra? What's the chakra that I kind of lead from is your primary chakra and notice which chakra lights up for me. It's more my throat chakra. It's that blue flame divine power lights up. That's my primary chakra, right? But they sort of create a formula Mm. in the body based on what you've learned in other lifetimes and what you've developed uh, because we're all practicing things. So um, Judith, when we kind of scan through your energy field Um, your upper chakras are definitely very bright. Like it feels like you actually are pretty active with a lot of the upper chakra system and how you move through the world. But when we really kind of listen to what is your primary chakra, the one that really is gonna, when you're in touch with it, it's gonna cause you to feel more happy, more fulfilled in life, because that's a big part of the soul blueprint is feeling fulfilled. And with you, one of the primary ones actually is your heart like it just feels like you're extraordinarily loving. You base everything you do kind of on love, it seems. So whether it's the work you do, whether it's, you know, raising a family, whether it is um, passing somebody you don't even know at the grocery store, uh, whether it's how you feel about the earth or about the family of humanity, love is one of the primary frequencies that is one of the signature tones, if we were to look at you energetically, that's just there on the surface. It's just right there, just exuding. So mm. in terms of your soul blueprint, what we know is whatever you do, whatever you choose to do in your life, you're going to need to love it. You're going to need to be in harmony with the people that you are working with and have kind of a love for them. And this is one of the catches is that when you're dealing with these chakras, there can be kind of a... Um, A double edged sword to each chakra. You're going to learn one lesson or another. So, in other words, if you were out of balance with your heart chakra, it might be lack Mm -hmm. of self love, not having as much confidence in yourself, um, feeling your faith, your belief in things be kind of shaken. So, the more you move into that divine love, so when you breathe into your heart, I mean, do you find for you that you do tend to run things kind of through your heart? Like, in other words, it's got to feel good in your heart, or you just can't really manifest very well like how do you feel about it
2: oh yeah that's very true like i i can get lots of ideas and i and there's lots of things that interest me and i can go in a lot of different directions but if it doesn't feel and the heart is correct like it's just if it's not really really feeling good in in my heart and my uh my values my what's important to me then I just don't do it. I've done that with my work where I've taken a job and I've worked it for a little while and then I have to leave because it's just I, like the values were not correct right. or I didn't I thought people were out of integrity and I couldn't I just couldn't I couldn't do it I could I would leave I'd be I'd be work, I'd be without work just to get out of yeah. that.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's love or mm-hmm. above for you. Like you really do live the frequency of it's got to be love or above, or you just can't do it. And you know, so for people mm-hmm. who live from their heart chakra, the flame of divine love, it's everything they do is kind of based on that. And the key is they're you're really looking for um, a circuitry of love. You see what I mean? So if people who live from the heart, um, and this will probably true of all your chakras, you're gonna want to kind of um, work in areas of your life, be of service in, in areas where you get to have that love stream back to you, where that energy really flows back into your energy with people who can meet you in that energy, receive the energy, align with it, appreciate it, acknowledge it, etc. Otherwise it might feel a little bit out of balance. So we're going mm. to take a quick break um we're going to come back and look at your other power flames and streamline them all together and if anybody was interested in any of the soul blueprint you can find me at mywildmagic.com again that's mywildmagic.com i do have a, a weekly meditation group that helps this with people uh to kind of connect to the angels and tribes of light would love to have you join up so stay tuned we'll be back in just a minute on transformation talk radio You're driven,
1: and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 1230 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com.
3: It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com.
1: Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion. With me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit urpurepotential.com for more info. How many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing or just
3: doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you check out her website, courage to be seen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later.
0: Welcome back. I am Adrienne Cobb. You're listening to My Wild Magic with radio, uh My Wild Magic with Adrian on Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, you can check out more of what I have to offer at my, uh my I do have a quest coming up the December solstice quest, super fun. It's seven days long. Uh, we meet in the evening time. Uh, it's virtual. So you can do it from your own home. It'll be a call in type quest. Everything's recorded, but it will move a bunch of energy. So if you're interested in your soul blueprint or clearing out the old, energy check it out and we're going to be ushering in the new energy for 2022 which i have super strong feelings about positive feelings we are here with judith and uh, we're going through her soul blueprint today i really kind of wanted to keep focused on one person as we did this so we didn't jump around too much once we get into somebody's energy field it makes it a little bit easier so that you can learn and kind of see how this works so judith thank you for joining me today
2: thanks this is great
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, you got pretty bright, shiny energy. So it is a lot of fun. So again, with the chakras, it's really fascinating because the way Mm -hmm. I sort of see them from my angels is they're like power flames. And so when they're lit up, they light up like a flame of light. And for most people, you know, you usually have somewhere around four of them more lit up because you've worked on wisdom or speaking or Uh, truth or love, you've worked on these different quality essences in different lifetimes. And so those chakras, you've really built a muscle around and they're strong. And the reason you built them up is because you've done occupations, you've done service, you've done things in other lifetimes that are all building towards your soul blueprint, because that blueprint isn't just about this lifetime. Sometimes we go through four or five, maybe even 10 lifetimes to have the strength or the wisdom gathered to be able to do an aspect of our soul blueprint in this lifetime. So it's not just a one lifetime thing. It's like a big hologram of energy and there's points of light in it that all get lit up. And the people who come into our life or children that we may have or experiences that we have, service that we render, tragedies that we have, it can. it's all kind of part of it in a sense. And then you have free will, so you get to decide you know, how you want to learn, grow or not with that. So Judith, in your energy field, Mm -hmm. we were looking at your heart chakras almost like your primary. And then it feels like once you're, you kind of meet the world with your heart, then it feels like you go to your third eye and you gain information about that person. You're really looking at them or the experience on a soul level. And then what happens there is it feels as though you go down to your solar plexus, which is the flame of divine peace. And you really want to start doing healing energy, Uh, bringing things back to a place of peace with that person, calming down any chaos. So if that person opens their heart to you, you'll be like, oh, I can hang out with them a little bit longer. And you meet them heart to heart. If they open their heart to you, you use your third eye and you take the time to look at them on a soul level to see if you can be of service or um, most of all, if you can be of service with them. And if that's true, if there's a connection there on some way, something in common, something you can be of service, some way they can be of service to you, then you go to the solar plexus chakra. And if they meet you there and they're willing to kind of hold a place of peace with you, not block you, not manipulate you, um, be more in kind of a higher alignment with you, like when you're around people, you kind of raise people's energy fields just being around you. And so the peace Mm -hmm. energy raises people out of their chaos or out of some of the tensions they feel. And then the fourth chakra activates, and this is really where your soul blueprint really comes into play. You go to the crown chakra, that flame of divine wisdom. So these are the four chakras you have mostly aligned. If somebody is able to open their heart with you Um, be able to communicate at a high level and there's an exchange of energy, be at peace with you where they're not going to block you or go into a lot of emotional chaos, then what happens is your crown chakra will then open up and begin streamlining higher wisdom coming from the star beings that you work with, your own higher self, higher consciousness, the Elohim angels, you start streamlining and helping that person, whether it's a child, a person, an animal, a business, it doesn't really matter. You already know you're one of those people that feels like you actually know the vision for somebody and hold it. And so if we were to start streamlining Mm -hmm. all this together, And of course, one of the other pieces is your sacred archetype. Your sacred archetype is like your higher self and it's an image of your higher self. So with your chakras, and when you sort of just sort of kind of go with me for a minute on how we went through that, you meet somebody Mm -hmm. in your heart, they gotta be heart-centered. You open up your third eye, they gotta be able to communicate on your level. And there's gotta be some kind of exchange of energy that they can communicate with you that you can see a purpose to it. You go to your solar plexus, you can feel at peace you got to feel kind of relaxed with them and then the wisdom come through so i'm sort of explaining to you what i see in your chakras how do you feel about that as we just sort of bring it into awareness for you
2: um that describes really beautifully how i work i'm actually listening to this in terms of the work that i do when i work with people but that's exactly how it sort of feels like but i wouldn't have had the words to say it so when i'm helping somebody in their business i'm very heart-centered in the work that i do and if, if we don't resonate at some level, then I, it doesn't go anywhere. But when we click or when I feel like there's a click, then yes, it's like everything opens up for what to do for them and with them. Um, and I wouldn't have made the difference. Like I couldn't have told the difference between my third eye and my crown chakra. And I just know that when things all come together and it's the right person and I can feel that their heart is in their works and yeah. it, it like, it's like a like a roadmap for me and I do see the vision and I've often said that it's not just their vision for this moment, but that it's the vision of what their soul wants to do in this lifetime. Because sometimes it's bigger yeah. than they can envision right in that second, but I can always feel right. like all the steps that they can take. So yeah.
0: So the click is more the third eye. It's like, we got to click. We got to connect in a sense, right? Um, mm-hmm. So all of that. So so now you kind of see, okay, I'm working with these star beings and these Elohim angels. So it's kind of like a hybrid. You're working with two different types of tribes of light. You see your, your you know, the type of intuition you have that you really want to trust is, you know, your clear sight, your clear heart, your higher knowing energy that you work really well with all three of those particularly. Um, the other ones are there, but you just may not focus on them as much. They're types of intuition. You can see how your power flames work because this is your code of honor. Your power flame is the code of honor. It's how you meet the world and how the world meets you. And that's a very cool thing to know because when you stay in alignment with your code of honor, um, your own integrity and you're making, you know, um, like, uh, positive decisions in that way it's going to help you and everybody you're in service with the other thing is like your higher self so most of the time we're coming at the world and this kind of gets a little bit into the karmic life issue because we're all born with a karmic life issue we're dealing with and it will usually play out either in the reflection of your partnerships your relationships your parents obviously Um, it usually starts pretty young and it will have kind of a trigger it's something your inner child is usually pretty aware of And uh, so most of the time when we come at life, we're kind of coming at it unconsciously more from our inner child. So we might feel kind of insecure about our life or um, maybe we feel unlovable. Like we have different things going on that lay in the background of our unconscious. But when you move to your higher self, which is like your sacred archetype, it's a combination of all the lifetimes you've ever had, the wisdom gained, magical tools, crystals, uh, healing objects, um, uh, totem animals, things like that. So I just want you, anybody who's listening right now, to focus on their higher self, focus on their higher self energy, that energy right above the head, and ask that your sacred archetype come towards you, and you want to notice what it is in terms of like um, what kind of garment, like what kind of clothing is your higher self wearing or your sacred archetype. Notice how it feels to be around it. Do you feel empowered? Do you feel at peace? Do you feel deeply loved? Because that feeling tone goes a long way in terms of the energy. And I want you, if you were imagining standing on a stage as your inner child, with all these hundreds of people in front of you notice how you would feel right if you were just doing it as your inner child and now i want you to imagine standing on the child with your uh, on the stage as your sacred archetype this part of you that has all this gained wisdom that knows your soul message the message that you've come to bring the world and what would you say to the audience you know and um, but how do you feel being that sacred archetype this part of you So that energy is the sacred archetype energy and um, that's unique for each and every person, you know, in terms of the color of the eyes, the skin, you might be male or female, Um, it could come from like a different type of culture or dimension and just sort of connecting in with that so on that level. We are coming to a close of what we're going to be covering today in the soul blueprint energy. And that's kind of the basis of the formula. And I do hope this has been helpful for you, Judith, and for anybody else who um, would like to check out a little bit more of what I have to offer in terms of the quest, the membership that I offer, or anything else, you can go to mywildmagic.com. Again, that is mywildmagic.com. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Judith, and anybody listening.
2: Thank you.